0: We greatly appreciate it. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Boom.
0: Good thing I'm not the louder of the two. We're going to see how this works. Mm. Hello, and today on Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks, Oh, oh my. my. Oh, fuck. I'm CJ, she's April. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about relationship burnout and relationship survival mode. Ooh.
1: Ooh, Ah. ah so nice Ooh,
0: that's an interesting topic
1: <laughs> one that apparently affects almost everybody according yeah according to the poll we did in our group today because it was a hundred percent i was like yeah
0: <laughs> literally no one said no
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i almost wanted to just to like just to be the just one just to get the oh, come on. i thought there would be a few Mix up the data you know but you, no. you think in our group just no one's in nre anymore just I guess. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I thought someone would be like, no, I've never lived in London. But no. Everyone Maybe has if we been were like, in yeah. one of those poly support groups, they'd be like, yes. Probably. Me and my husband and our girlfriend. Yes. We love each to- Well, who do you Okay. Um, what about, hey, why
1: did we want to talk about this? Um, so I have gotten a lot of questions lately on how to navigate. Different things like kink, how to navigate kink when you are in a burned out space. or mm. just not feeling especially kinky. Um, I have a lot of friends who are in different dynamics, but have to navigate through different trauma, like different traumatic times um, where their relationships are taking a backseat. Um, I think also just we're in a space of life where a lot of people that we know are hating these relationship burnout points Mm -hmm. and seeing a lot of people go through divorces or separations because things were addressed too late. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to talk about, and it's also something that I've had to navigate. You know, it's, no one's exempt from this. Um, It is just a, it's almost kind of a biological thing, like condition. Yeah.
0: I I mean, because it's going to naturally come up, I think we should be talking about it more for sure.
1: And that way it's also just so you have some tools on how to navigate burnout or survival mode. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. What can you do to try to get back into your relationship or reconnect? Mm -hmm. Um, And just to know that it's not just you. And this is actually, there is a cycle to this. That's true. And uh, a lot of times when you run into
0: something like this, if you already know that there's already information out there to help you with it, it helps you navigate it way better because then you're kind of uh, jumping over this piece of like, oh, I'm so ashamed. I'm mm-hmm. so ashamed. I'm so, I'm so broken. Yeah. You know, because that can definitely come up.
1: Or my relationship is broken or we're mm-hmm. just not into each
0: other. Or, yeah, it's... I think misconceiving that part is what can end a lot of relationships, yeah. actually. Like, I think, you know, although I feel better off, now that I've ended the relationships I have ended, I still feel like there were some very pivotal points where it's just like, no, we're just
1: burned out. We probably could have worked past that, you know. Yeah. But you know, it's okay. So that's for me why it's important. It's something that I am, you know, just had a conversation with my partner about reconnection and stuff Ooh. like that. So very cool. Very good um, Our disconnect was happening more around a trauma that happened to me last year. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think it's just really prevalent, especially coming through a pandemic. A lot of people are stressed, tired, and yeah. somewhat more disconnected. Yeah. And a lot of people
0: who went through lockdown had to be like overly connected with their partners yeah. and people who they lived with. So, that can also cause burnout as well. Yep. A lot of times, we don't realize, and this, we might, might have mentioned this before, but it's like uh, some of the successful relationships hinge on their outside activities and being able to like not have to be around each other all the time, which isn't to say you don't love them, but it's just like, you know. Yeah different people get their social needs met different ways. Uh, so yeah, then suddenly they have to be like all the time, really yep. can make or break, you know.
1: And this is not exclusive to romantic connections. Mm-hmm. This is this can be platonic, this can be familial. These are not just one type of connection.
0: Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So so if you're feeling it, every detail that we're describing you're like, "But I'm not in love with them." Right. You don't <laughs> you have can to still be. be a relationship right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: you can burn out on friends, on family, on any you like any place where there is a relationship or connection you can burn out
0: yeah you can burn out watching too much anime i'm watching you otakus you nerds out there turn it
1: off it's problem kidding. i struggle with all the time all the time staying i'm just so late anime 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 watching so
0: much anime. i'm all about the binge
1: zombies the binge watching binge. did i
0: get burned out in anime No, i'm thinking of I i don't watch a lot as much as i used to i don't feel like i need to to validate my anime liking this because you don't watch any so i'm like oh well i've seen some so <laughs>
1: You literally know names of animes, and I don't. Oh, that, that is, the bar is low. Attack
0: on. I, I know you know it. I know you know it. I, this is a bit. Just doing a bit. Tell me it for real. What's our no, show No, Attack
1: me? on something. It's the only one that I've watched. First one that comes to mind. Zombies. Damn it, I knew <laughs> you were going to say zombies. I It's was the like, one that's it... stuck in my head now. I know. Attack on Titan. Ah, oh, there we go. Extra credit, with the Japanese know. title? I well, am no, no not going to get it. I don't even know if I've ever heard the Japanese title. Shin-geki no kyojin. I've never heard of that. Nope. If you uh, buy
0: me the uh, fetishware from my Amazon wish list, I will record myself in it saying the Japanese <laughs> titles oh, <dang>. of anime <laughs> Very Of specific. animes. Uh, enemies. Um, so yeah. let's
1: talk about... Let's define
0: it. I... What is relationship burnout? Okay, define it. Absolutely. So it's like typical burnout. Uh it can happen whenever you're so your stress becomes chronic. So you're not really getting a break from the stress. I personally experienced it when I was first opening my marriage. Um, it was an excess of conversations that had to be had, it felt like, in order for us to get to a point where we were ready to be dating. So it really felt like You know, we were doing the weekly check-ins, sometimes having conversations every night. Sometimes, like, it would be three hours at a time because it always felt like the conversations, Mm -hmm. like, if they didn't end the right way, then the relationship was over. So it was a lot of, like, stress put on those. So that it became very draining to a point. I think we both got to a point where it's like I couldn't even feel what I used to feel about the relationship because I was so zapped. And I do notice now my body, if I ever get into, like, an intense, like, conversation that could possibly end the relationship, I just kind of go numb because my body's, like, ready for it. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me just... <laughs>
1: we remember this. I'm about to feel no, everything, so
0: let me just feel nothing, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and it makes you exhausted, is what that is. So uh, just like when you're normal, tired, and you can't, like, react as happily... Like, if you did a freaking eight-hour drive, you know? You come in, and someone's like, oh, I'm giving you good news, and you're just like, well, that's good. You know, you'd be really happy for them, but you can't really emote because you're so exhausted. That's kind of like this in a uh, relationship slash human connection context.
1: Yeah. And I think on the relationship survival mode, um, I will say for me, I kind of put any relationship where things are not being done intentionally or there is not space for the relationship for people to show up as they normally would mm-hmm. for that to be a relationship on survival mode.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, that was uh, that's a good distinction to make because sometimes those were synonymous for me because I felt like in the burned out state, I was just trying to like, when I say relationship survival mode, just do whatever it takes just so that the relationship doesn't break mm-hmm. finally, which is hard because you're also like, well, I'm also trying to be true to myself through this. Yeah. So I'm not trying to continue self-sacrificing, but I am still trying to be like, well, what do we have? Like, what's our thing that still connects us? You know, it can be really hard.
1: Yeah, and I think certain things lead to burnout and survival mode. Like one of the things that I brought up um, when I, we were outlining this is the cycles of relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think not being cognitive of your own personal cycle and that also how that plays into relationship cycles Mm -hmm. is huge. What's an example of a relationship cycle? One. NRE.
0: Stage Um, one.
1: Yeah. So you have NRE. Phase one. Phase one. NRE. NRE. Um, Then you move into, it's interesting because talking about it in a monogamous versus non-monogamous sense. Because a lot of times, sort of. So it's. You have NRE, then you move into, like, what most people consider the dating stage. Mm-hmm. Um, Go, going steady. Going steady, courting, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you move into that whole, like, engaged stage, the excitement to get married. Then you're getting married. Then you're going into the honeymoon stage. And then you're going into the settling stage, where, like, Ooh. you kind of settle in and things become more normal and oh, less exciting. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, it's usually viewed from, like, a monogamous standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, Non-monogamy, depending on how you move about with it, mm-hmm. can be a little, it can definitely be different. Because mm-hmm. you're not looking for the marriage, you're not going to have the honeymoon phase after the marriage, you're not going to have all that build up to this big event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But generally, you're still navigating like NRE, the dating stage, you know, if you're moving in with them, that's another stage because mm-hmm. some people do that. hmm so i almost wonder like
0: is the higher frequency of relationships that can come
1: up in non-monogamy do you think uh
0: non-monogamous people could experience burnout more i almost want to i almost feel inclined to say no because depending on how chronic the stress is and the relationship that you're in you can be experiencing burnout and maybe even on the non-monogamous repetitive side you're better at managing it so you don't reach burnout
1: Maybe. I mean, I think it really depends on how intentional you are with recognizing burnout and also mm-hmm. recognizing how cycles of both both personal growth and relationship growth work. Mhm. Okay. So, for example, one thing that I always encourage people to do is keep in mind that you as a human have big shifts, mm-hmm. big persona changes, big personality changes, big changes to who you are on average every 5 to 7 years. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, so that's one piece thirty five years if you're in therapy, eh, yeah just eh. <laughs> um, then you talk about adding that into a relationship, mm mm-hmm. you now have two that's people, true. yeah, who may or may not be on the same cycle, mm-hmm, I like talk like talking about periods, but kind of <laughs> I mean, if you're synced up on your cycle, great, but true. you have two people who are changing and likely not changing at the same rate or same pace or in the same direction, yeah. Mm-hmm. then you add in if you're non-monogamous even more people to that mm-hmm. and they're changing at different rates in different cycles so it can get for me the more people tend actually to stress me out more uh, as in like the more changing that happens yeah Okay. That's int- that. Yeah. I think probably
0: what happens is we, you know, developing a relationship can be pretty tumultuous in terms of like getting to know a person, seeing how compatible you are, you know, getting used to what that looks like, that settling phase. And I think a lot of times we're like putting in that beginning work to get to that settled calm phase. Mm-hmm. So then to have to redo that over again, it feels very like, ah, oh, you know, like when I don't want to learn new technology. <laughs> Like yeah. when I'm trying, when I'm fucking up at video editing, cause I feel like a 12 year old is doing it in two seconds on YouTube and I'm over here like, why is not this working the way I wanted it to? Um, it's like, Oh, I don't want to have to do- put more energy into doing that again cause I already did it. So yeah. I mean with a new person you have novelty, you know, yeah. but with the same person it's almost like you're
1: taking away that stability that was created together. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is where it's also important to talk about the whole, a lot of people see it as a myth, but the whole seven year itch.
0: I had never heard about that until I was reading her articles.
1: Yeah. So that's something that I've heard about for a long time from monogamous couples. I've also, like, the rate of divorce drastically increases at 7 to 10 years. That's true.
0: Also, starting
1: at 4 years for some, I read. Yeah. And that's usually 4 years after marriage, I think, is the kicker. Mm -hmm. um, Because you're out of that honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of that, again, if you look at the correspondence of years in relationship versus personal growth cycles, they're pretty damn close. Hmm, that's true. Seven-year itch, and then you also change on average every five to seven years. There it is. But I think there's more to it than that. I mean, obviously you get, you know, I think a lot of times people get complacent in their relationships. So I think it's, it can be more than just that, but I think there's definitely correlation between how people change every five to seven years versus how relationships then start to struggle mm-hmm. on average every seven to ten
0: I think a lot of people getting in relationships and realize that they're wanting to get to that comfortable place but or that complacent place not realizing that it could hurt the relationship oh absolutely
1: yeah they're like I'm in I'm done I don't gotta try no more why are you I'm married exactly he won't leave he will he can anyone can for sure I so, know. I don't know, I think that's just important to observe of yourself, of like, how often do you tend to change? This is a conversation I had with my therapist, it's one that I've talked about pretty openly, that my therapist was like, yeah, you tend you tend to change every three to five years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You tend to let people go every five if they are not keeping up with you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep. So Jay's made it almost 11 years. So he's made it through almost two cycles now. Wowie. He's on that second. He gets a pin. Se- yeah. Aww, <laughs> Aww. A little
0: sticker. A
1: little star. A star. A student.
0: That is <laughs> so cute. Yeah. No, but so, also
1: good job. I mean, honestly, for yeah. him, he should get an award because <laughs> I ain't easy to deal he with. He
0: did get an award.
1: Mm. Being
0: with you. I don't oh. know that he would say that.
1: <laughs> he wouldn't I know him. I could text him he likes <laughs> that.
0: he's like I hate her No, I'm talking. so That's
1: should funny. we talk about what can lead to burnout or personal stress to look for Uh, well we
0: can talk about how to define if you are in relationship or not if you're maybe not still getting it from what we're saying because you know there are actually 11 signs of burnout in a relationship that you should be paying attention to
1: only 11? I'm no, just kidding.
0: Dabbing. <laughs> I thought it was lower,
1: actually. I did too. Like, it just feels like you,
0: you can make it with three. About five to six. Like three is enough <laughs> like, if any of these is happening. Um, number one, feeling disengaged from your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe feeling out of sync. Maybe feeling like you don't exactly know what's going on with them all the time. Maybe if you were in a place where you did and now you're like, who is this? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? What are you into now? You're so different. Uh, So yeah, it can start with that disconnect, Um, like you don't enjoy the same activities together that you used to, and uh, you are more easily aggravated. (laughs) Anyway, frequent fighting, that feels, obvious. that for me feels obvious, you know, frequent fighting in terms, uh, that was how I described my experience with that relationship burnout first, was that there was too much fighting to ever get back into a place of reconnecting. Um, Uninterested in having sex with your partner, yikes hmm Don't look at me. <laughs> I will only look at the camera. <laughs> Feeling more negative or cynical about your partner than you normally would? You know, um, my parents modeled the um, hate your spouse,
1: oh, you know,
0: so... That's such a good example. My, of course. My stepdad used to say, um, first the engagement ring, then the wedding ring, then the suffering. <laughs> Sorry. that It's really fucking
1: funny. Just being... Really positive about it's my you. new life affirmation <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: um dreading spending time with your partner yikes, Ooh. I gotta tell you tell me that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that it, it's hard because if you're in that space and you have a partner that's going through NRE for example that really is like that's, if you can survive that that's a juxtaposition of situations that I don't think I could survive that I don't think I did I, actually that could have been we were in uh, yeah now, and then he was in NRE yeah, and yeah we were like I was like um, that's hard I can't do that uh Getting easily distracted, so um, if you're like, you know, having that moment at the end of your day where you're reconnected with your partner and you're like, "How was your day?" but you're like still on your phone and you're not really engaging with them. Um, actually, uh, <laughs> my ex-husband used to be like, uh, we wake up every morning, he'd be like, "Did you dream anything?" And for whatever reason, like, after, after a while, I'd be like, I need you not ask me that first thing in the morning. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my bearings, you know. And uh, I don't know why it annoyed me. Well, because I was in a relationship right <laughs> earlier. <Yeah. laughs> um, the relationship creates more stress than support. Yikes. Um, you daydream about leaving. I feel like that's a that sign. That feels... <laughs>
1: that's a sign. That's a pretty solid That feels one. like
0: that sign. That can also go on another list of reasons why you should leave your relationship. Yeah. Just
1: to let you that's- know. That that's a multi-purpose point.
0: Humor has left the relationship.
1: I feel like that's in it. Like humor has left the building.
0: Humor has left the chat. Humor is no longer involved. No. I like to think, hope, and pray that most relationships have a level of humor involved. I think you have to. There's
1: never going to be a version of a relationship
0: with me where humor isn't involved.
1: But I've seen those couples where I'm like, do y'all ever laugh? my parents <laughs> i mean first comes what, kind? what was the saying? first comes
0: the engagement ring then the wedding ring then, then the, the suffering,
1: suffering. <laughs> well you so don't have a wedding
0: ring so no just love your partner <laughs> model good love for your children okay emotional exhaustion obviously doy um and then actually i think we should cut this one out this is <laughs> i don't like that one uh, it says, uh, attraction to other people, but I want to say in this context, like attraction to other people in terms of daydreaming about them and, and of replacing your partner. Yeah. I want to say that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic attraction to other people. I think that one snuck up on me. And if I saw that, I would have said this with a 10
1: things that you can... <laughs> no, but I, I've even seen just like where friends have, um, I had a very close friend about 12 or 13 years ago who, um... Before she left her husband, I later recognized one of the signs is she started to hang out with her friends a lot. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: aggressively. As in, like, she was getting ready to leave or that was an yeah. indicator that she was burnt out? Uh, well, indicator that
1: she was burned out. Mm, okay. Yeah, like, aggressive amounts. Because
0: I know we've also talked about, like, indicators that someone is about to leave in terms of, like, maybe they're working on their appearance more or things like yeah. that. I was uh, wondering if that's connected She here. did that, too. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> another little listicle. This one is seven. I thought the first yes. one was seven. The first one was 11, a 10. Ten first to one was 11. 10. Um, oh no, wait,
1: this is for uh, tips to overcome. Do we have anything before we go to tips to overcome burnout? Um, well, I, I think it's important to talk about what can lead to burnout. Ooh. Okay. Because Fair. it's not just, I think a lot of people think that burnout is only strictly within the relationship mm-hmm. and that is not necessarily the case. Mm hmm. So burnout can also be caused by outside factors. And mm-hmm. I think that's important to recognize because yeah. if you don't know what you're battling, like if you don't know the rules of play a game, how are you going to play them? Very true. So in addition to the relationship maybe being disconnected or there being problems between you and your partner, um, world trauma, the pandemic definitely put a stress on people. Um, yeah. like no other like we have not seen another mm-hmm. generation. like this is for our generation for our time this has been one of the biggest stressors that people can see yeah. um, trauma is another big one that can cause relationship burnout
0: yeah
1: um, a lot of times death death of children um, anytime there's a child's death um, divorce numbers skyrocket um, special needs if you have special needs children the divorce rate is like triple um Trauma to a person. So I know for myself, um, after I was raped last year, my relationship with Jay has been up and down on a connection piece. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we were just talking about last week. Um, I think mostly to do with the fact that he probably feels like he's going to break me or mm-hmm. is kind of treating me like I'm walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also was an exhaustion piece of dealing with all the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And then just dealing with life during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so outside pieces can definitely lead to burnout. Yeah, it's not necessarily that one or the other of you, or however many are in your group, are even doing anything specific or right intentional. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense?
0: So if you're like listening to this list and you're like, "Oh man, none of that applies to me," you know, but I'm still feeling like we are burnt out. You know, that it could be like other outside factors. Outside factors.
1: So. Work. Work. Pandemic. Yeah. I mean lock, Life, lack of work. Lack of work. Financial needs, financial mm-hmm. trauma. I mean there's there's so much that goes into it. A death of a family member. Um I remember listening to when we were in Alaska, um, a podcast that I love, uh which is Loving BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um they were talking about reconnecting his mother had just recently passed away, which is on the podcast. I'm not sharing anything that he hasn't made public. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were talking about what that looked like in their relationship, moving through that, and reconnecting through that. And you know, it's that it is common for everyone. Everyone's going to deal with death. Everyone's going to deal with trauma. Like, again, no one's exempt. So, and it affects your relationships. Yeah. So I think it's just important to know it might not be anyone's fault.
0: Yeah, and then you're not
1: broken if these things are affecting you. And there go, therefore affecting yes. your relationship they will affect you you have they no will. choice in it. yes yeah well everyone's gonna lose someone it's going to affect every relationship you have we're getting real on the pod i mean you had a recent death that i think has affected it's so long ago, actually it's just been so long it's so long it's been just honestly years. i don't even think about it i don't anymore. know um... <laughs> brother schmother <laughs> walk passes aren't every day yeah it's so not it's
0: a thing. fine i don't do that
1: But I'm sure you can even see the ripple effects of, you know.
0: Well, the fact that my divorce happened two months after the loss of my brother isn't lost on me for sure. I mean, uh, that was very close to the time that I had introduced my, uh, my own assault trauma to my husband. And, um, then we lost, you know, my little brother. So a lot of the ways that I, we were normally connecting weren't happening because like sex was becoming super complicated because I was finally opening up that Pandora's box in my defense. I didn't realize that my little brother was going to die very soon after that. How rude, um, him. I would have waited, So rude. I would have waited, you know, but then, <laughs> um, you know, to my, ex-husband's credit the partner that he had was no longer there because i was like let's lay down and cry a lot more than usual yeah so yes yeah, i don't think that's what he signed up for
1: probably not and, and also I, you
0: know when they say for better or for worse they actually don't mean that they mean leave when it gets worse i'm joking he's out oh, like your dad Bye. said oh God, yeah well i'm gonna get out of the suffering <laughs> no. yeah he's like
1: i'm not suffering no more but i think that's unfortunately what tends to happen is when relationships get burned out instead of looking at outside factors or it, it's very common just to go, Well, this is not working, we're not working, bye. Yeah. Which so. I'm I'm not I am a huge proponent of divorce. I support I divorce. Mean, once I it's support no longer ending. working, yeah. yeah. I mean that's kinda
0: where it's like I joke a lot about like my marriage, but at the same time it did come to an end. Like we were in therapy leading up to it. Like yeah. you know, so I can verify verified why coming after me here on this this day but uh but yeah so it's like i i do i do consider that a much more mute, mutual like hey look well, i think we're both doing better now you know yeah. so and we're so amicable you are actually we're pretty we just we just dealt with a bank thing look at you that was so great you're out of the so anger phase uh, uh, yeah, yeah 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 except he said um something like um if you're still doing that podcast and i was like i don't know why I don't know why. <laughs> oh, if you're still doing that podcast. That podcast? I'll fight you. I don't know. See? Why is that disrespectful? <laughs> it's rude. Whatever. You know. he's definitely making it weird together. You know fine. what it's called, bitch. Still doing the podcast. Yeah, you know. we're still doing that podcast. So. <laughs> and we're back <laughs> in the age of I'm, I'm just kidding. glad that you also picked
1: up on that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one thing that I... Recently, So the therapist that we both see yeah. um, is a huge proponent not of Gottman. Huh? <laughs> I was like, not for long. She's retiring. Yeah, she's retiring. <laughs> We're not killing her. She's retiring. Um, she is a big proponent of the Gottman theory. Yes. If you guys don't know who the Gottmans are, I love the Gottmans. They do mostly approach their research and their theories and their writings to monogamy. Yeah. but But it's not exclusive to monogamy. I think a lot of what they...
0: A lot of what they're putting out there is information about connecting with another person. It's relationships. So it's like if you're, you know, mon- non-monogamy is just relating to a person. Yes. So it's going
1: to have a lot of crossover for yes. what you can use in your And our therapist knows we are non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. She knows about our, she knows. So mm-hmm. she is not using this in a way that she's like, oh, I didn't know you weren't monogamous. Mm-hmm. She's aware and she's still comfortable using this and mm-hmm. a huge proponent. And I'm also, um, and the Gottmans just came out with a recent book. So they've been on a podcast tour, and one big thing that they are talking about, which I really, for myself, needed this reminder right when it dropped, and it's part of the reason I talked to Jay last week, is what they call bids of connection, Mm -hmm. or bids for connection, either way. Was that your first time hearing about bids for connection, or your first time trying to talk about it? It was the first time I heard someone adequately explain it in a way that I could explain it to someone else. Okay, cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. You better drop that here. You better you better explain
0: it to us in a way that was easily explained to Bull. I don't know if I can do it as well as them. Damn.
1: But she lied. Essentially how they explained it was that we are in relationships and there are, so one thing about the Gottman that I think are really cool is he has a really amazing ability to predict if a relationship will work out or not. I think with eighty seven or ninety two percent accuracy, like it's insane. Yeah, (laughs) He can sit with a couple for, I think on average, 10 to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and know if they're going to be together, if it's going to last. So part of the bids for connection is they call it turning towards one another Mm -hmm. or turning away, Um, which I am big, CJ will tell you, I'm big on visualizations. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was a good way of explaining it. Mm -hmm. So for me, bids of connection are turning towards one another. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be things like asking how your day was. Can you go pick this up for me? Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, did you see that thing outside? Hey, mm-hmm. can I show you this TikTok? I am constantly doing that to Jay. We have TikTok hour. Where I'm like, watch my damn TikToks. <laughs> um, those are all bits of connection. Mm-hmm. Trying to have those small touch points where you're just trying to be acknowledged and having that connection with someone, even if it's momentarily. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, th- I um,
0: You know, it's like the difference between, like, asking somebody something versus just looking it up. You know what I yeah.
1: mean? And it's, from their research, people who turn towards one another, they are, I think, 88% more likely to stay together. People who turn away and don't recognize this business connection, they are well, only... Like
0: 24. Yeah, it's it was insanely
1: low, low yeah. for your success rate of being in a relationship. hmm And I think this becomes even more important if you're in the midst of burnout and survival mode.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: that is, a, that is a way to
0: reestablish connection,
1: you know? And it's we're going to talk about their ways of connecting. I will share my um, bid for connection with my partner is specifically kink. And what yeah. had gone away after I was raped was that kink portion. A lot of it had gone away. Mm-hmm. But that is a connection piece for he and I. Yeah, That's a major way we connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I explained to him last week is like, Hey, this connection's really been gone. And it is, I can tell it is now affecting how we move about yeah. and how we connect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I was like, able to explain it like that, he immediately responded to that and understood. Oh, so we're going to give you examples, but these are not set in stone. The only ways you can connect, there are many ways to connect involving sex, kink, you can play games, like there's no, again, no set in stone for this. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, it should be authentic to
0: who you are also. You know, like, if I don't have a kink-based... I, like, okay, in my marriage, it wasn't kink-based, right. of course. So trying out kink stuff was not going to reconnect no. us in any mean, by any means. Honestly, probably sitting down and playing a video game would have. Yeah. Actually, one of the things that we did in the very end where we uh, co-op played Pikmin, mm-hmm. as it was all falling apart, by the way, just like the last thing we, we did together. I didn't yeah. finish it, so that was, like, really rude of you to leave me hanging like that. Was that your last slight to me? Oh, my God. <laughs> you said last, that like, podcast, but I know you're fucking listening. No <laughs> yeah. He's like, and I'll take the Switch now. And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, if anybody has a uh, Pikmin for the Switch and would like to do the co-op where I can beat the last level, I would really like that.
1: I don't really know what she just said, but I'm, I'm here to support her in this.
0: <sighs> you need two players to beat the final plus. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying.
1: Add that to your Amazon list. a a switch yes i mean why not
0: i am a switch a switch for a switch oh come on it's so poetic so what you guys have to i'm gonna ask jay sorry go ahead we have a switch i bought it do you have pikmin i don't know i'm gonna ask jay see i just said that i don't know i bought
1: the switch i've played it one time
0: okay i I don't even know if you played it or if you accidentally set it up no i did play it oh okay yeah what'd you play mario Okay, that that feels like... <laughs> this. Whatever. Never mind, I don't want to play this <laughs> game. So, 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 are we doing the examples of bids now? Yeah, sure. I'm going to read the examples that caught me off guard the most. Okay, that's Go. how I'm going to do this. Because we did some good examples of like, how's your day? Watch this TikTok. Hey, Q, look up something for me. Whatever, whatever. Those were cutesy. Okay, <laughs> those sound like things that I want to do. All right. One of these was, um, could you take poo for a walk? I'm assuming poo is the I think a it's a dog, dog yeah. named after Winnie the Pooh. I bull. hope it's a bear. I think it's hard, though. This oh, is tricky. Like
1: could take, like, a bear. Never mind. What? Sorry. No, no, like no. A bear bear. Like a bear no. bear. Like a male bear. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that would be cute. <clears throat> Sorry. So Anyways, um,
0: moving on. Pet play. The <laughs> idea of, like, I think it's so tricky to be in a relationship burnout state and then say, like, can you do an act? action for me or like an s- act of service for me mm-hmm. that's where that's why i'm starting with this example because i oh, like, got right you what's going on. but the reason why i think it's an actual bid for connection is because if your love language is receiving an act of service yes
1: which is mine then it can it matters
0: feel less naggy and
1: more or your, your partner might have an act of service love language true and they want to do that yeah. stuff.
0: yeah acts of service is not enough to keep a relationship alive though yeah no. Even though you really like those, if they're yes. not compatible, you can't. Yeah. Another one was like, "Help or work with me. Let's help Grandma outside." Mm-hmm. If you do that bid for me, I'll be like, "You hate me." The bid is not to. You like, me so you're back. just leaving? Okay, bye. yeah. So if you want to do that version of the bid for me, you're gonna be like, "I'm gonna help Grandma. You can stay inside." Yeah. I'd be like, "Yes."
1: <laughs> well, and I think it's that's why some of these are not everyone's going. Like, if you ask me to, what did you say? Pick Pikmin. Pick, <laughs> yes. If she asked me to play that, I'd be like, no. We'll see. <laughs> thankfully, that would never happen, because so I want to beat the level. Right. You know what I mean? So, first of all, root.
0: <laughs> I actually want to see it. Now finish. I'm going to play so, and hope oh that you my God I You would, whatever it, it is. This, okay, vote now. How many Pikmin do you think she would lose? All of them. All of the them. Is it a person? Actually, very cute. So imagine you see a little flower in the ground, uh-huh. okay? And you pick it, okay? And now there's a so little You're just dude. picking
1: flowers? It's a little dude. Oh, from the flower. Yeah. And so it's like the mushroom from Mario.
0: A little bit, except not at all. But in the way that it's that size in your brain, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love and it. And then you pick so many of them. Pikmin. Oh, so you have to pick them. You pick them. What are you doing with them? Well, then you have a little Pikmin army. And then you get them to fight monsters who are just So you're sending them you're to tiny. die? Uh, well, we don't refer to it that way, but a little... I mean, if you're playing it the right way, you're not sending them to die. <laughs> but sometimes yeah the worst one the fucking worst is that like if you accidentally run into water you're fine but your pikmin cannot swim unless they're blue but like if they're the red ones they're dead and then when that die, a little a little ghost they go
1: you're a darn game
0: it's so cute uh no that part that makes me sad i, I play for real um, no pikmin left sorry. behind i'm saving all of them and if any of them die we all die we're, we're just staying on the planet for the night we're not leaving so okay well she said what she said. Um, okay. Uh, answer my question or request for information, such as Phoebe's on the way. Can you give her our address? It really feels like in a different context, these are people who hate each other. I'm just being honest with you. Like, can you hear these in a snarky voice in your head? Phoebe's on the way. Can you give her our address? This is me in acting class, by the way. <laughs> you did so. Give be. it to me a little bit different. <laughs> um, let's, I like the one that says respond to my joke. That's me all the time. Hey bro, I wrote this joke. No, on my phone. truly. I need you to listen like, to it, you
1: know. Well, and also, if you tell a joke, you're like laugh. <laughs> I'm like, H-h-h-h-h-h-h-h-h. was it funny?
0: <laughs> I did a joke today, and I really laughed, and I was like, that was a good joke. I want to work for it.
1: <laughs> Do you, better. You already work. Don't respond my to my shitty jokes. Be like Don't... April, just sit there, stonewalled. Yeah,
0: I want to be good. So make a better joke. <laughs> um, I also like the one that says "Play with me," just because. What in, I I? I think let's get I the think chess that people who t-
1: <laughs> so not believable. If I ever say let's go get the chessboard, know that I'm an alien. I, I was I was abducted. just imagining you there. Like let's I was get the chessboard. Fucking I'm abducted. Like, well, if I'm ever is... like, hey, I really want to play Pikmin.
0: Captain's log, questions. day three thousand forty nine. April, April has asked for
1: the chessboard. April is an alien. We knew it. I knew it all along. She's like that guy in. Oh, I just totally forgot in the Edgar suit. Men in Black.
0: Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Wow. You went with the straight I name do. of the character. I that's know. interesting. I like that part where he's like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. If I'm it's... trying to play
0: chess, that's how it's going to look. I actually, one time, I um, I was feeling bad, and then I did an impression of that. It made me laugh really hard. That was with we roommates. 2017. <laughs> anyway. Um, And then another, help me de-stress. I've been cooking all day. I'm so tired. Can mm-hmm. you cook for me? This is, God, I do not express my love in it. Or I, uh, yeah, I don't like doing stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I want to believe that if I was in a relationship where it felt equitable, like I'm doing stuff and you're doing stuff and I don't feel burnt out, then I feel like I would respond well to those things of like, yeah, what would you like?
1: You know? Well, and that's kind of, so I think, I think with this, because they're coming at this from a non-burned out space, Okay, fair. fair, But I think this is even more important to recognize when you are burned out. True. True. Because Because they they do sound
0: like assaults. They do. And it's
1: also like when you're burned out, you don't want to do anything. You don't. But part of getting through that burned out stage is going and making that connection again. Yeah. Because when you're burned out, you immediately want to shut her down, stay in your own bubble, keep people back. I want to be alone. I am tired. I am. So making an effort and being intentional about getting over that burned out for me is important. So mm-hmm. like after that conversation with Jay, um, I texted him the next day and I was like, Hey, why don't we have a movie and cuddle night uh, this weekend or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. It was that weekend. <laughs> like, when will I be there? <laughs> and, with um, you and Finn on the couch um, too. You're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're on the outside. So <laughs> yeah. you know, we're like, um, So that was me, even though I am exhausted right now, and he knows that. Um, that was my way of recognizing, like, I need to make an effort to reconnect mm-hmm. in a way that he, because he's a huge cuddler. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sometimes, but he is huge. So did not know that magic. Oh yeah, no, he is huge on physical affection. That's big for him. So,
0: Aww. oh my god, when I asked to slap him, I made a bid, mm-hmm. and he accepted the bid. See? We have a much sweeter relationship than you would think.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, that for me is like, could I have just been like, I want to go in my room and be alone? Sure. Would I have enjoyed that also? Yes. (laughs) But I also recognize in that moment, like, it's also important to try to have that bid for connection so he and I can reconnect. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. And then he also satisfied my kink needs. So okay,
0: wow. Um, we didn't need to make it naughty.
1: Not on a sex podcast.
0: <laughs> Actually, it's very sweet. Cover you your ears. Oh, it's our I didn't hear anything besides Jay loves cuddle. So yeah, cuddle, 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 <laughs> cuddling and cuddling, and no kinks were uh, even spoken about. No, it's very Christian. Very it's with very, the Lord. You were married,
1: and this is. I mean, keeping in mind, Jay and I are both in therapy, mm-hmm. so this can happen. Even if you're in therapy, this can, like, mm-hmm.
0: you don't have to get to a point of like, I will start to make bids to my partner when I'm less stressed no. at work or when I'm less stressed financially. Yeah, like yeah. When you really think about it, if you're an adult, you're never going to not be stressed about shit. Like I, I do personally feel I've actually been a little bit more open about that on like when I do get on dating apps or I try to meet people in a dating context where I'm like, you know, I only mostly let them know if like I'm going through relationship stresses of like, hey, I'm not really in a headspace to like build another relationship right now mm-hmm. because I'm not really fully processed my previous one. uh But other than that, like, you know, I will name my life events that I'm going through, but I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I can't hang out until after this because I'm like, no, I'm, you know, pretty much always. And if I was like, I can't hang out till after we're done being busy at work, mm-hmm. we would never so hang out. So two to three months every Ever. year, possibly when I'm sleeping, I hibernate <laughs> during that time. So I don't <laughs> I didn't even
1: swear, not even alive. Well, and you do bring up a good point. So if you are in burnout, or let's say you're even not in burnout, but you're just having a stressful day, mm-hmm. and your partner makes a bid for connection, mm-hmm. that does not mean you have to respond every time, but. If they make a clear bid for connection and you feel like they're looking for that connection, it's also okay to have a like, I don't want to say a safe word, but like a safe space where um, you can say, hey, I know you really want me to look at this thing right now. I know you really want me to go on a walk with you. I know you really want me to hear this joke or whatever that is, but I'm, I just need 10 or 15 minutes to go sit by myself, 30 minutes, however long that is. And then can I come back to this after I get that time? Mm Mm-hmm. That way, one, you're recognizing the bid for connection. Mm -hmm. Two, they know they're going to get the connection, but you also get your space to recharge.
0: You're also letting them know you value the bid. Yeah. You know, by letting them know it's not like, you know, you're not responding because you're not interested in connecting, but that you just, like, would rather do it when when you have... You would be able to do it
1: the way you want to do it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. So oh, yes. it's valid to be burned down and not be in a space right that second for that bid. Um, yes. But I think it's just important how you handle that. That's so true. Don't, like, cry immediately on the spot. And I'm just kidding. Maybe I just will. Just full cry. i will ah, see uh, you later when you're ready to
0: connect. <laughs> I wanted to tell the joke it's not no funny no more. <laughs>
1: i don't want to say it now i'm gonna just stop you mid-joke <laughs> next time you're gonna be a mid-joke and be like, i need 15 minutes bye i'm gonna be like you'll get not- so i don't want to say it anymore. that's like joke edging
0: i am so mm-hmm. yeah i don't <laughs> i don't just keep in mind i don't have a person at home that like can get receive the joke okay except ruckus <laughs> my cat's like excuse me i'm here i listen to all the I'm jokes first ballon? so you know I had this great one where he was like coming up to me and I was like recording myself saying a joke. Cause that's how I like, I try to do my material. And, um, I, he came up and he meowed real loud and then he like turned away and then I like immediately took on this reporter persona and I was like, excuse me, sir, can you just stop by for your comments, sir? And I thought that was very really funny. He's so. like, no paparazzi. He walked, hmm. Yeah.
1: He walked away. He's like, no comment. And he no, off. he's like, stop. I call my agent. <gasps> I've And like,
0: then, and then I take off and then I put on a scarf and sunglasses and I'm like, you need to. Need to make an appointment. Need to chill. I'm all the characters. I have your people Damn call it. his people. I, he's over I, there talking to John Barry's urn.
1: He's like, you get this a lot?
0: <laughs> he's like, listen, I haven't mm-hmm. even gotten the little tissue that looks like a ghost over me. Obviously, none of us are getting bids. Bullshit. <laughs> I made way more bids when it was his little birthday yesterday, my little kitty he cat. He was, he was like, <laughs> he would do things that normally annoy me, and I'd be like, oh, okay, you're the birthday boy. Come on my lap. I wasn't doing anything else. Get the fuck on my lap. And he did. He didn't care how I was talking about it. He's like, oh,
1: sweet. He's like, I just heard a yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, I felt bad because one of the times when I was doing that, I did use my like annoyed voice. So he was like, fine, I won't. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's your birthday. It's okay. What do you want? You wanna go outside? Just kidding. I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I just edged him with the outside, you know? So rude. Yeah. Every time I opened the, the secret door, which is just my normal front door, but it hadn't been used because it was being blocked and now it's not blocked, he's like, I don't know if he thinks this is another bedroom. something out there. Yeah. Okay. We got a good thing. Got a good, good thing, thing going. Yeah. Not burned out. <laughs> Not burned out at all. Did you have other. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, I do. And they are on this paper that I have here. Great. You guys would be so kind as to hold the phone. Okay. Seven tips to overcome relationship burnout. And we're going to figure out how many of these are monogamous and wrong. Oh, and good. then we're going to edit that number by the end, just like we I'm did excited. the first one. Number one, be honest about your needs. Wrong. I'm just kidding. I have no needs. Be honest about your needs is a very good one. I think that's an answer that I give most often in
1: poly support groups is to tell them, you know? And like, make sure you know your needs. It's really hard to ask for needs if you don't know what they are. Oh.
0: Yikes. She right, though. She big right. <laughs> um that is uh that that listen that's a whole deal i that's did deal. i because sometimes when you say what you need it's not really correct like i used to be like i just don't feel like i'm being seen
1: oh uh, that one drives me though i know most it's hard. Bon-
0: you've heard me go off on that i one. know when you're an overfunctioner though and you do that because you are as- assuming what their needs are and then acting on them you want that back that's part of codependency yeah. though so yeah if you if someone says i'm not being seen there's a very strong likelihood that they might be codependent very same uh Number two, set aside time to spend with each other. Feels obvious, but it actually goes, you know what's so funny is like when I was experiencing having to share my time for the first time, it was like, "Oh, there's an assumption that all my time that's free is not mine, it's our couple time. Yeah. Uh, and yet at the same time, that wasn't we weren't connecting in that time. you know we were just cohabiting.
1: And I would say intentional time. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm home, you're home, and I'm making dinner, and you're in the house." No, no. Intentional time, yeah. In my opinion,
0: well, I think the reason why I think that's really important is because when you are dating people outside of your nesting relationship, for example, there is more effort that goes into it that wouldn't go into like a convenient, like, hey, we're both home, we want to have dinner, and so there. That's where there's like a discrepancy of feeling less valued when compared to other partners. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay.
1: Um, number three, learn each other's love language. That's a really good one for sure. Yeah, trying to communicate in the wrong love language will. And piss you off. <laughs> Just being totally honest, you will get pissed. Cause none of your bids are working. Right. I'm acts of service, so right. if I do acts of service for Jay, like he enjoys them, but that's not his love language.
0: Right. And mine is play Pikmin with me and beat the final level and you don't. I so. clearly don't love you. I don't even know the last time everyone made a bid for our our, our relationship, be honest. Never. Number four, take a break. <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick I'm gonna quit real quick. <laughs> be like and goodbye. Sorry, I'm on sabbatical. <laughs> Is that what it is when it's normal, not teaching jobs? Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay, cool. I'm on sabbatical. Um, (laughs) When we were talking about something else, I was kind of reading the paragraph a little bit because I'm like, take a break, like, break up. No, no, it just means, like, go to a different room. Right. (laughs) Escalating quickly. Number five, show gratitude. Can I just say, as a person who has a praise kink, and my love language is shocker, words of affirmation, um, second only to acts of service because I like help. um, I... Not getting gratitude for things that I feel like I'm putting my energy... That's why it's so important for me when I'm trying to find relationships that they can appreciate the qualities that I bring to the table. Because if I don't feel like you're grateful for what I'm bringing to the table, then I feel
1: sad. I feel sad. And this is... I think that loops back around, though, to knowing your needs. That's true. Because, like, for myself, I
0: I need affirmation in a relationship
1: like you need kink in a relationship. Right. So... If she's not going to say that, though, I will assume, because I hate affirmation, that she hates it, too. So that's where you really have to know your needs. And say them. Do not assume people know your fucking needs. Yeah. Don't assume that everybody has the same needs. Okay? No. And don't assume people can read your mind.
0: Well, people can read my mind. Obviously. Because I'm always speaking my mind. (laughs) So you just have to. It's an audiobook, actually. You don't have to read my mind. It's (laughs) not audiobook. It's CJ's mind.
1: Uh, Number
0: six. Give each other the benefit of the doubt. Oof. Sometimes when I'm burned out, I do the
1: reverse. What does that mean, exactly? Give each other the benefit of the doubt? Yeah, like, what do they mean in this context? Oh, um, Always assume their actions and words are intended to harm you. Oh, okay, so they're basically saying that don't always assume it's coming from a malicious
0: place. when I'm burned out, I do assume people are coming at me from a malicious place, for sure. Because when I'm burned out, I'm feeling very, like, taken advantage of, very, like... I can see that. So then I'm like, what? If you're asking me for something, like ask me for one more fucking thing.
1: Interesting. I swear to God. You saying yeah. that makes some pieces connect more. That's why I'm saying it. Interesting. Okay.
0: <laughs> Number seven: practice self care. Yes, self care. That feel like that. It's like you know. Uh, I have a lot of. I fight a lot of guilt for the things that I do for self care because I came from a very self sacrificing home. So sometimes I do have to like fight off on being this bath is not me being lazy or like, um. I even when I had that massage therapy appointment and I was leaving and they were like enjoy your massage and I'm like it's not that.
1: Well, and I'm repairing my body. On that note, um, a friend just sent me a podcast. I don't know if she sent it to you too, but it is a podcast about rest.
0: Yeah, that changed my life. Did you listen to that one? I did one? Full, all the way through. Multiple.
1: Was that Goop? Um. No, we can do our things, Gondwana. Oh, okay.
0: That was so good. I, I'm in love with
1: that. So that woman is my idol now. I like that more than I like the whole term of self care.
0: Oh, that's Practice, true. I rest. mean, rest as rebellion. Is my whole deal. Practice rest. I mean, I think I have been long fighting an idea of like grind culture as presented to me by my stepdad, and even me putting myself in jobs where like you have to grind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't think that's ever been me. And that podcast gave me the context to be like, yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. That, that, there's another option. So I'm like, ooh. Interesting. Why do that? I'll we'll just sleep all the time. Stop. I, I had so <laughs> I don't many, do after that. I did that, I had so many <laughs> naps that I didn't feel guilty about, which felt great. These all seven can stay. They oh, are wow. both applicable to non-monogamy and monogamy. We'll allow it. So those are seven things you can do if you are fighting relationship now. Honestly, making efforts to connect with your partner because there were reasons that you guys did connect in the first place is always my go-to, my main mm-hmm. thing. What
1: brought us together and what can we do to come back together? Yeah, That's and just being it. intentional. Yeah, intentionally looking for bids intentionally looking for the burnout intentionally trying like that's true meanwhile
0: i'm gonna go straight to self-isolation
1: that's the episode guys goodbye and <laughs> we're out <laughs> da, na, 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 yeah na, um, you know so and i think just don't huge point just don't feel bad about it like don't beat yourself up if you're in burnout don't beat your partner up if they're in burnout. like this is gonna happen to everyone literally everyone look at my purse lips of sympathy so yeah do we cover everything we wanted to cover
0: let me check my printouts yes <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay we did the turn away instead of turn yeah yeah no mm-hmm. sorry we did it all okay bye Sweet. bye guys Bye. bye